Okay, I press the button. We're recording. Hello, Miss Imani. What's up? How's it going? It's going. We're almost done with 2020. Guys, it's it's almost here. We're we're recording. We're recording on December 30th. We have one yeah. more day after this. New Year's Eve. And then we're on to 21. Happy New Year, guys. By the time we see or hear, they hear us. It's going to yeah. be January. Wowie. You know what, though? I Okay. I feel like every time it gets to New Year, it's like, what was I doing this time last year? Uh, Not uh wearing a mask. (laughs) And also, like, everybody was so excited. Like, 2020s, roaring 20s. Yeah, yeah, it roared for sure. (laughs) My advice is just keep low hopes. It can't possibly be worse (laughs) than your worst. Well, actually, it could, so. Set the bar. Set the bar very low for next year. Set the bar low. That's okay. (laughs) <laughs> Whatever. We'll see where it goes. Honestly, I, I've i heard, like, okay, so you know how you, like, people do, like, New Year's resolutions. We can go into those if you're, if you do them or not, but it's just funny because people have plans for, like, this year is going to be the year where I, you know, finally get my small business up and, like, this is the year where I finally get a girlfriend or whatever, oh like, it's, yeah. or a boyfriend, but it's funny because... I try to like kind of set myself up in that too and then I think of I have a couple friends like for instance I have one friend she found this guy she was it was um January of last year and I just talked to her recently and she she was saying I was crying in my room just like praying like god why haven't I found a man yet and like all this types of stuff how old is she, she she is I think she's like 20 26 Okay, so she's not like early 20s. I was going to say, man, that's heavy for early 20s. No, but this girl, she's a catch. Shout out to my friend Chanel Cantfield, I believe. I don't know her new last name. But she was... um, she was like crying and just so upset like she's a catch too like I said she's so funny she's beautiful she's just she's just so much fun and um then like three weeks later she found she started talking to this guy in her in her small group and they got married in November Aww. like how wild or like I have another friend um my friend Taylor he um met his he met this girl in June. I think it was June. And then got engaged in August and then got pregnant in no in in September. Oh. So like how wild like January of I think it was 2017 <laughs> or 18. He literally got a, a a girlfriend, fiance, wife and baby in, in a one year. year. Jesus. Like you never That's know. Like whiplash. You never know what's gonna happen. Like who knows what'll by the end of bring next us. year, Robin and I could be parents. <laughs> <laughs> I will be parent maybe to another cat <laughs> or a new car. Uh, Probably not a child. <laughs> but it yeah, could be, no. who knows? We could we could get married in like March I won't of next say year. Never, but I highly doubt. I don't want a kid right now <laughs> no i'm good i'm I, I don't know i don't know i mean like i said i'll take a new cat another cat yeah i want a puppy or a new or a new car but i'm not maybe not a kid i don't know i'll take a i'll take a maybe a husband i don't know okay would you get married in like the same year that you know the person it's kind of hard to tell now i feel like i would though like i've had this conversation with multiple of our friends like our mutual friends of like 
Like, because one of them made the comment that they would not marry somebody before they dated for two years. To me... That's a long time. I don't need two years to know whether or not I like you. (laughs) Like... You can't figure everything out before marriage. Yeah, like, you're not gonna... There's only so much that you're gonna know beforehand. Yeah. That I don't really feel tied to, like, I need to know how you handle this, this, and this. Like, I feel like there are big things that you should know. Yeah. But, like... But if it... Like, if it works... Like, I feel like in six months... I'm And I, of course... I don't know because I, <laughs> I have no experience to be talking about this, but I just know myself. Yeah. Like in a couple minutes, I know whether or not I want to be friends with a person. Sure. And in a couple weeks of spending time consistently with that person, I know exactly what degree of friendship we're going to have. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's been any friendship that has, like, caught me by surprise where it's like, I don't know, we are going to be great friends. Like, it's like, you. I feel like you can kind of get that and if not after a couple, if not in the first conversation, but maybe the first couple of times hanging out for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I can read people well enough to know kind of if it'll work. how we'll fit. But I could be wrong about that. I could be completely wrong about that. But I feel like six months, that's like a good enough time to like have the important conversations. Yeah. I don't want to be engaged for a long time. I don't want to date for a long time. I have no interest in giving someone years and years of my life. Sure. Unless I'm going to marry you. Like, I kind of get that too. I just feel oh like my gosh. at least, okay, if you're going to date for a year, I, I feel like a year is a good amount of time. Six months is kind of quick. I say like date for a year, be engaged for six months. And exactly. then be like, be together like, like a year I feel and like half. two years total. I don't want to be that's dating good. you for two years. No, that's good. I just couldn't. Like, I don't want to keep revisiting the same... First of all, the dating scene just is atrocious. I don't want to spend a bunch of time there, you know? Yeah. It is. It's, like, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to spend years like people who've dated for unless there's a good reason why you're dating for like five ten years yeah like if you're if you start dating young and you like go through school you like kind of get your lives together get set up financially i know money is a big reason why people wait exactly so i understand that aspect but if you're set like if, if if i got my own career you got your own career like let's get this thing going yeah i just feel like there's i feel like there's more harm in waiting to get married like and staying in the dating phase yeah you're just asking for trouble everybody has their reasons but yeah i don't know about that but yeah who knows okay we're gonna commitment issues that's what it is yeah we're gonna clip this so we're gonna come back and see who has a ring on their finger (laughs) (laughs) so are you a um a new year's resolution kind of person how do you set Um, resolutions really uh sort of like i don't think i set one for this year but last year i said i wasn't gonna use social media and i went the whole year no social media yeah it was awesome wait i actually am not on social media right now either wait so that was nine two thousand the year of 2019 yeah okay so 2019 or probably like october of 2018 i was like social media and my mental health are just not they're not they're not cohabitating very well so i was like i'm just not gonna i don't need it yeah and i just think it'd be good if i just take a year off well that's good you were that self-aware yeah 
Well, I feel like it, I feel like I probably should have been able to say that sooner, but social media is so addicting. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to get rid of it. I'll just work on my mental health. Sure. And, but then I was like, I just, this just isn't working. So that's I don't think I set one for this this last year though. Yeah. Oh yes, I did. I had a fitness goal, but then gyms closed down and I didn't Ugh. reach it. I wanted I wanted to do I wanted to be able to do ten pull ups. Oh yeah, you told me this. Yeah. Like actual pull ups. But I have nowhere to do my pull ups now, so Yeah. T B D. Well, I'm excited for that for you in the future. It'll get there. Well yeah, we're gonna get there. I just wanna be able to say that I can do them. Totally, yeah. What about you? Do you set New Year's resolutions? I honestly used to. And then I think the last one that I set was maybe like 2016 because I'm one of those people where like I'm impatient. So (laughs) if I want to change something, I'll just change it now. Yeah. Like I don't need Mm -hmm. a restart. Like time is just like a number to me. And it's a made up construct. Exactly. It's not real. Yeah. So it's like... (laughs) I don't like if in October, let's say like I want to accomplish a, I don't know, eight, seven, eight minute mile or whatever, like then I'm going to try the next day. I'm not going to try January 1st, you know, (laughs) and I and I get like the whole idea of like, okay, it's a new year. Start fresh. Mm -hmm. I like want to start fresh the next day. So like my impatience is like a blessing and a curse because I'll just I'll just do it. So I don't really like I have personal goals that I will continue, but they don't start or really end at a specific time. Yeah. But the thing is, too, like I feel like people, they get all excited and then they quit so easy when it doesn't. By March. Exactly. Like like um, and I just think it's if you really want to change something, just do it now and do your own Mm -hmm. pace. You know, I don't know. I have like a love-hate relationship with them but if this what helps you like whoever's listening to this like if a new year and a refresher helps you then hell yeah do it start a resolution do something and if you guys have any let us know comment on our instagrams send us an email shout us out whatever you need to do yeah or yeah because i i like them i i don't care if if that's how you work that's how you work yeah i know some people who like like because i can be like this sometimes like if i say like okay i want to i want to work out consistently this week i'm not gonna start tomorrow what's tomorrow tomorrow's thursday yeah you'll start Monday. i'm not gonna start tomorrow i'm gonna start on monday yeah like i'm gonna enjoy the rest of my week and then start <laughs> on monday and then the thing is though if i get to tuesday or wednesday and i mess it up then i'm like there's always next Monday. Oh my goodness. Like, I will just restart on the next week. But that's like, because in my head, I'm like, I want to be able to say I did it like perfectly. Like sure. I have a problem yeah. with perfection. Yeah. That's a whole other That's a whole thing. other episode. But, exactly. But, so I get it, but I feel like a year is too long. Like I feel like yeah. the longest I would do that is like a month. Yeah. Like, okay, I, next month I want to like do this, this, and this. But waiting a whole, like what if it's it, like in March... If you fall off, are you just going to be like, well, January next year, 2022? Yeah, no. Like, that's too much time to let like, go by yeah. that you're not doing something that you really want to do. 
Yeah. Like when I did, I think I mentioned a little, I forget if it was last episode or the one before, like I did hard 75. Mm-hmm. And once I learned about it, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try that tomorrow. Because if I don't do it tomorrow, I won't do it. You know, I'm just one of those yeah. people where like, if I have my mind set on something, I will do it. And I need to do it now. Like I will go to the nth degree of, you know, um, like I do that with shopping. <laughs> like if i see like if i see this outfit and i really want to thrift it like i will go five minutes after i find that outfit and go thrift it and go find it and and do everything that has to do with it like i'm an extremist yeah like i need to get it done right now yeah like i like can't sleep or can't eat until i like you do it it. so i don't know i'm that way and it's good and bad yeah okay well do you ever do things so okay do you regret a lot of those decisions or how do you like how do you feel after the fact well one thing one thing with that is a lot of times you don't really think it through all the way yeah and you don't do like your proper research a lot of the time (laughs) and you don't read all the reviews and stuff like that so like Mm -hmm. if i see something and i'll just like impulsively buy it as I have regrets with purchases, yes. But a lot of the times, I just keep them around and I eventually use it. I don't know. Or just give it away or sell it or something. But yes, I have gotten um, caught. Buyer's remorse. Yes. I. Uh, yeah. Yeah. See, I, I can be impulsive in that I will like look something up or, and be like, oh, I really need, I could really use this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. But I don't buy it. Oh, I buy. Like part of that is because I'm very money conscious. Like I don't just like spend money. Like it just unless it's on other people. Mm. I don't just buy stuff for myself just because I felt like it. Really? No. Oh, I wish I had. I that. never. I mean, I shouldn't say never because sometimes I do, but more often, like the Ivy Park shoes I got. Mm. I I saw that the morning that they were supposed to drop, and I was like, I want these shoes. I ended up getting the shoes, but not because I bought them. Someone else bought them for me. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Shout out to my dad if he's listening. Oh, how nice. Because I was like, I want to get this, but like, I always think about like, okay, this is, I don't know. I I like sneakers. So let's just say the newest Nike drop. This is a $200 pair of shoes. Mm. What else do I need that $200 for? I got this bill to pay on this date, blah, blah, blah. Like, I run through all of that before I buy it. Wait, that's interesting, though, because your mind works like that. My mind works like, okay, this is $200. I'm definitely spending this money on these shoes. (laughs) How do I make it work? Yes, how can I make it work? But also, okay, I need to get another $200. What can I do to get that? Like, my my, uh, money mindset which actually my dad taught me this and it's brought a lot more joy mm-hmm. um is it's just money you can always make more yeah but when you drop like a lot of money on some <laughs> things you're just you're like ooh, okay i need to get a side hustle you know or i need to do something yeah. but i like working so mm-hmm that kind of rolls with me so it's 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 wonderful in the moment it's the like the i get the it's the high i get the buyer's high mm-hmm. oh my gosh it's i don't do drugs i buyer's shop. high and buyer's remorse it's it's the come down yeah see that's okay so i like i have no problem buying myself things if i know i have it like 
You have the money, you mean? Yeah. If I yeah. know I have the money and I know all my bills are covered, blah, blah, blah. Like all my bases have to be covered for me to just like freely spend money. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm not going to do it because yeah. I do not. I do not like being put in a position where I don't know where the money's going to come from. Like that. That is just an awful feeling. I hate that. Oh, no, I get that. I totally get so, that. Yeah, if you're not in the position, not, yeah. then obviously don't do it. And, like, I feel like it's different, too, when it's, like, like, I have a lot of friends. Well, we have friends in common who could just, like, call their parents and be like, oh, I spent too much. Like, can I borrow $500? It's like, what did you... <laughs> what did you... I've had, I've had friends who were, like, oh, yeah, like, I overspent and, like, my parents are going to help me do this, this, and this. My parents are, they don't just have $500 to just spare. Yeah. Because I spent too much. I'm going to have to figure that out myself. Yeah. So, and that was like all of college. I mean, like, I just, I feel like you have to like, <laughs> I have to like for myself, I have to be, I have to budget and yeah. like, know what I can and can't spend yeah i really should do that bar because when i'm within budget it's fine then it's like you're solid then i don't have to like i do all the thinking beforehand so i don't have to like i don't have to think when i want to buy something like yeah i already know how much i budgeted if i already spent out of my budget then i'm that's it i'm not buying it yeah you're you know what i'm gonna be honest long term you're gonna be way more <laughs> way more set up than i am because i'm just like like <laughs> i don't know i'm just in that phase right now where it's like it adds up though i i know <laughs> i know i know i looked at my uh, credit card bill from christmas and it's fine it's good i love giving gifts though like my favorite like what you said before i love spending money on people mm-hmm. especially when it's an experience that we can do together yeah like mm-hmm. and i don't care what it costs like we'll figure it out but like i just want to spend time with you or whatever like i don't know i'm just big on if an experience costs money like that's something i will for sure spend money on because you can't you can't put a price that's on a memory true. i agree with that yeah that's also a motto i live by like you honestly can't put a price by on a memory yeah. so i i definitely agree with that because i don't like i don't know i do spend money on things i feel like i spend more money on shoes than probably anything else shoes and clothes but sometimes that's an investment especially those kind of shoes i like to think so at least that's how i um make it okay in my brain yeah (laughs) exactly but (sighs) you win some you lose some that's okay you get sneakers i get acrylic nails and dye my hair everybody has their own thing you know i've never spent a dime on getting my nails done really no not one single dollar (laughs) well yeah i i don't like my hands without them so that i just make myself feel better i feel like a girl when i have nails on but that's just me yeah that's just my insecurity i mean that's kind of how i feel about my rings like i won't take those off your hands Yeah. yeah but like part of it was working in the food industry you can't have nails yeah but also and then before that i was playing sports oh my gosh i played volleyball with acrylic nails on don't do it do not do it do not do it yeah take them off it's just so much easier to manage short nails yeah i get that but to each their own i also don't like the smell of nail salons what the smell you don't like that strong scent do you like that okay so a fun fact about me (laughs) are you you're the one who likes the smell of gas aren't you i love 
really bad like <laughs> chemical smells <laughs> like obviously like sharpies oh or expo markers sharpies gasoline smell good. cigarettes like anything that cigarettes i love cigarettes I, you did tell me that are anything like that anything toxic anything toxic like, i love the smell of <laughs> my favorite is race fuel have you ever smelled race fuel? Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. If I could make a candle that smells like race fuel, I would be a billionaire. It smells. So have you ever been I to like, like a racetrack or something like a drag race Mm-mm. or you haven't? No. I'll take you. Okay. When we I go, saw this thing. Sorry. I saw ahead. this thing where you could, you could drive your own race car. In Vegas? There's one in Vegas. I don't know where it is, but I want to do it. Yeah. It's kind of expensive, I don't know but it's worth how, it. I don't know how to drive a stick shift though. Not a bummer stick. Well, I want to do it back to i want to do it yeah we'll do it it's fun there's one in vegas race car fuel yeah it smells so good because my dad whenever he he because my dad has a race car so whenever he he have have you never seen it he has his own race car yeah he built it i'll show you after we're done it's really cool it's here yeah so whenever (laughs) he like puts it like um turns it on in the garage or works on or something i can always know because it smells so good oh but yeah that's fun fact about me that he built it when um oh my gosh he's probably had it for like 10 years really because my 16th birthday my present was i got to drive it so and i'm tw- almost 24 now so it was oh my gosh it's probably been like 15 years you he's guys had it. do such cool things i feel like your family's full of little like treasure chests <laughs> it's all my parents i just got birthed into it <laughs> but it's like it's it's I, but that's another conversation because i was having a conversation with one of my friends and um we were talking about going like to the desert and going quad riding and off-roading and stuff and she's like that is so cool that your family does that and i was like your family doesn't like i thought legit yeah. everybody like has that kind of thing because my dad grew up racing so it was all my dad okay gotcha. so he had a bike and then he introduced it to us and introduced it to my mom like that's how we got into it and then she's like oh no our thing our family thing was hiking I was like, hmm. what does that mean? She's like, well, you when you go to the desert and like use toys, like we went like hiking in in the woods. So I was like, oh, okay. Each family has like their own thing or like some families do road trips and some families, mm-hmm. you know, so it's everybody has a different, that's just ours. That is fun. What's your family thing? Would you say? That's a great question. I don't know. I feel like we have a lot of different like little stuff sports is definitely a big one that's a thing too like yeah the super bowl was a holiday growing up like we never i shouldn't say we never went to school the monday after the super bowl but i can remember multiple times that we did not go to school really after the super bowl because you're all recovering well it's not even that it's just like we exerted a lot of energy watching this game so you're all tired so we just are gonna like take monday off see that's interesting because there's never been a sports game on in my home what yeah except i think not even like okay not even like world series world cup i think maybe finals maybe we had the super bowl on maybe like in the background or like maybe we had a party or something like we i've never followed a team yeah like that our family never did that that's that's probably everybody in my family is sports knowledgeable okay does that make sense is that a word it is knowledgeable is a word yeah yeah it is 
anyway knows a lot about sports yeah or like they could have a conversation about it yeah i couldn't i couldn't i could name like three basketball players (laughs) that's just because i just don't know them yeah and okay yeah sports was our thing and we also my family vacations we go on vacation to not do anything we don't go on vacation to go hiking and explore unless we go somewhere that's like exotic yeah like we went to florida once which is not really exotic but like we had never been to florida sure and we went to like universal studio my mom had like this voucher where we could go like three or like every other day we went to universal Studios. that's cool that was fun yeah but other than like like our general like yearly family vacation is like we're going to mesquite nevada to do nothing and watch tv and not be bothered so i feel like that's our thing we like relaxing together like we we don't really do i mean like sports usually what on vacation we go bowling oh that's fine but my sister hates bowling like there's just things that like we've done but we don't we don't have like a hobby that we all do we're all i feel like all of us are highly individualistic i see that more same with my family as we're growing up like Mm -hmm. obviously we have our own lives like my sister and i have like our own little small businesses happening and like um we're both extremely busy so it's even harder to do you know weekend trips Mm -hmm. and stuff actually this weekend for new year's we're going riding um but like we don't really go as much as we used to because like we're just everybody's so busy like Mm -hmm. she's married now she has things she needs to do and i'm you know getting a couple businesses off of the ground on my end and it's just it's you grow up and we're starting to be that way but it's also like i miss it when it was so easy like prime time is when i was like 16 to 18 where it was just super easy (laughs) nothing mattered and then i went to college and everything else changed yeah so i do miss it but i mean you get i don't know if i really miss high school though i miss the amount of time i had Mm -hmm. um but that's about it (laughs) (laughs) high school wasn't high school was honestly like more it was it was tougher than like like um schoolwork and the curriculum was tougher than college my high school was because i went to a college prep school so did i but ours was (laughs) oh that's right you did but i don't know if it was that difficult like i miss my friends from high school i love my friends in high from high school yeah i'm still like tight with the people i was tight with in high school i'm still pretty much tight with them but all of us will tell you that that high school was not it was college prep by name sure but by actual course absolutely not yeah i'm glad high school's over it was fun Mm -hmm. but i definitely if i had the choice to go back and do it again i would not yeah no i'm good we'll just leave it back there i mean i let i met a lot of really cool people but my high school i graduated with 62 people that was my graduating class that was your how did we never discuss this have we talked about this before probably we had to have but like it was 
a good and bad thing mm-hmm. because the thing is there was only like so many people to hang out with there was only so yeah. many friends and like so many like clicks to hang out with and everything and also if somebody broke up everybody knew by second period you know (laughs) like everybody knew everybody 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 dated everybody and do a whole episode just on small schools yeah and so that's why i was like kind of nervous because it was a private school and i went to a private elementary school so i was in private school my entire life and then i just were yeah and then i'm i feel like either i forgot this or i did not know well, that's why I was nervous, like, going to a public college. Not necessarily, like, the public aspect, but, like, I went from literally 500 people in my entire campus to, like, 25,000 in college. And I was just, like, kind of freaked out. Like, I'm a I'm a social butterfly, yeah. but also, like, that's kind of intimidating. Yeah. Like, that many people. But you did. I feel like you, like, flourished there. Like, you knew a lot of people. Yeah, I like making friends. Yeah. I mean, our I think our graduating class was like 125. For high school? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had more people, but it still was like, everybody knew everybody's business. Yeah. I knew everybody. I mean, <laughs> I knew everything. <laughs> That's really not saying much, because I was in every, I, I shouldn't say I was in every friend group, but I knew people in every friend group. Same. And I was friends with somebody in every friend group. Okay. So, like, but I was, yeah, I was, we should do a whole high school episode. That'd be interesting. But, yeah, I still hang out with some friends from high school still. But not, not as many as, I don't know, I just, not as many, really. Yeah. Just a couple. But I still am, like, pretty close with a couple. Yeah. There's, Yeah. But a lot of people went their own ways, you know. But I'd say majority of my friends are from college or like random people I meet at coffee shops. Yeah. I'm curious to see because I feel like at this point high school was far enough in the past that I like the people who I'm still talking to now, I'm like you're just going to be here. Like you're going to yeah. be in my life. That was 5 years ago. I graduated 5 years ago. Yeah. No. It's going to be 6 this year. Mhm. Oh my gosh. It's crazy because yeah. I went to high school with some people that I went to school with from kindergarten. So, so you, th- those are people that you've literally known like my majority. entire life. Yeah. There's been, there's probably a handful of them. And I still talk to them occasionally. So they're still friends. So I've known some people since I was literally like four or five years old and went to school zero to 12th grade. I don't know if I'm still friends with anybody who I was like friends with in. Well, okay, I know them and like I talk to them like through social media, but not like I'm hitting you up. No, when yeah. When I come to the town, like I'm not doing that. I only have that one friend that's like in my because like our main our main hub of friends is literally like my sister her husband and then remember the couple i talked about they were dating and i found it was 13 shout out christine and andrew um them too i've known christina since before i was born because she lived two um, houses over from us so she's literally my childhood friend best friend yeah and me her and my sister used to grab our uh, rollerblades and rollerblade in the front um driveway with the mm-hmm. music and like perform for the neighborhood and so all of us still like are we're like the core people of our mm-hmm. l- there's only like five of us 
but it's still fun. Hmm. But like, she's the only one That's that I fun. really talk to. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Not though. really. I mean, like, if I saw them, I would, it'd be cool. I think probably the longest friend I have had is this girl I played basketball with. And her name's Sierra. She's, you know what's crazy? I think, I think that we ended up, so we started on the same basket, like my first basketball team, she was on that team. And I was playing up a division. So she's like, she's two years older than me, but I was super tall. So I was on, I was on her team and it was really fun. Yeah. And then we ended up playing on the same travel team and then we went to high school together. So we did, we never went to elementary school together, but we went to the same high school and then I just like randomly saw her right before Christmas at at the mall. Oh. And I was like, but I didn't know if it was her or not. Oh. So, because everyone's wearing masks. So I was like, I uh, I was like, I think it's her. So I texted her later and she works. She's, she's a nurse now. Oh. So she's been like on the front lines of this pandemic, which is crazy. But she literally, her, so this job that I just got is literally two minutes from her job i drive past it every day and i was like how crazy that's so cool like full circle yeah but that's so fun yeah i feel like other than that i feel like friends come and go like who i'm close with it just is seasonal yeah literally the closest person is my sister Mm-hmm. and i can't i can't get away with that like but that that she's like pre- her and christina are pretty much the ones that are, have been mm-hmm. the most consistent but yeah it's tough and like people move away people have their own lives people do their own things it's cool yeah. like that's one thing i do appreciate about social media is if i do see somebody that i haven't seen in a while i'll be like oh my gosh i saw you got a boyfriend or i saw you got a puppy like it's cool to like kind of still follow them without mm-hmm. like full on like talking so you I don't know yeah that's the thing I do like about social media there are a lot of downsides to it but it's cool seeing like that one friend like I found this guy so um, in kindergarten I had this little boy crush with this guy and um like me and him it was so cute this is I think like where I found out like that love exists I was like five years old (laughs) (laughs) and i was in kindergarten and we were coloring and me and him always sat next to each other and he he, i was right-handed and he was right-handed and i'll never forget we were coloring and he wanted to hold my hand so badly so he gave up his right hand and started coloring with his left so he can hold my hand that's That's how i knew love exists and then it just hasn't been the same since but that's how i know downhill from there honestly but i just found him on social media and i was like oh my gosh like how wild like to see him grow up and everything and like see where life took him and everything but yeah that was like my first love kindergarten crushes are just so so pure yeah yeah I'll never uh, forget that. Like, I'm 24, and I still remember that. <laughs> that one gesture. Do you want to get into new music discovery? Do you have somebody? Yes. Ooh. Let me make sure I didn't do this person already. I don't think I did. His name is Pink Sweats. <gasps> you showed me him. Yeah. 
Yes. He, I just love, I love songwriters. I feel like I say that every week. That's your go-to for sure. Like, I'm a big fan of songwriters. I have two people actually. So Pink Sweats for like voice wise, his music is just really good. Yeah. Um, What song would you say? Give people a... He's the kind of person that only puts out like five. He only puts out EPs. So it's like Uh, five songs. And it's like his best songs. Like, honestly, I think... Let me see what the name of this one that he just came out with. His one that I'm obsessed with right now is called 17. 17. It is... It's just really... It's just really good. love that like that how odd that you picked my favorite line like okay the chorus is just really good like i want to love you as strong when we're 92 as Mm. when we're 17 like it's just a very like pure yeah intention yeah you know like i want i don't know i just like it so he's a really good songwriter but also a really good songwriter um so i was watching have you ever heard of the terrell show no oh no you would love i don't know if i think you would like it so it's yeah it's on um it's on youtube and this guy interviews singers songwriters oh and they play like this word association game where he gives them a word and they have 10 seconds to come up with a song and they have to sing the song that oh my gosh how fun it's so i love watching it oh he's got big names on here yeah oh my gosh he he has some he has some really popular people on there so anyway i just watched the one that he did with kirby and kirby kirby is i feel like i've probably sent you some of her stuff you yes um pretty sure you did let's see let me let me see what i would have sent you i probably there's a song by her. The first song I ever heard of hers, I think, was called is called "Loved by You." Yep, and it is amazing. But she wrote one of my favorite songs by Beyonce. Which Isn't one? That cr- it's called "Die with You," and it wasn't. It's. I don't think it's on Apple Music. I bought it on oh, iTunes. Wow. Because I, you and I don't. In. I don't buy no really anything. But that song is just like. First of all, it's just like the piano and the vocals, which I love songs that are like stripped down to just vocals and piano. Yeah. That's why I love Alicia Keys. But Mm. she wrote that song. I didn't know she wrote it. So I was watching it and I was like, oh. Makes sense. Yeah. So do you want me to play a little bit of Love By You? Yeah. Okay, let's play this. she's good and she's so pretty yeah oh my gosh she's so pretty like it's the lyrics wow you could have a terrible song and have great lyrics and i'll probably rock with that song just because of the lyrics sure yeah i probably won't listen to it that much but i'll like the lyrics stick so those are my two definitely check them out yeah yeah, I remember, I remember Pink Sweats. I really liked him. He sent me a couple of his. And then mine this week 
is this guy I'm obsessed. His name is Patrick Drowney, D-R-O-N-E-Y. He sings um, this, this song called Brooklyn, and I just absolutely fell in love with it. Let me play a little bit for you guys. Brooklyn, it's like it never happened. We were falling with our feet on the ground Yeah, that's Bro- that's Brooklyn by Patrick Drowney. Um, two songs I recommend by him are High Hopes. I think that's his most played song in Brooklyn. I just love him and his he's a vibe too. Like I love his whole aesthetic. Yeah. Um, and then another one, not necessarily like a recommendation, just like a discovery. Allie and AJ. I saw that. Just released a new album. I was like. They're like hmm. popping off again. Really? Yes. I had no idea. They have like two albums since 2008. And one was this year and I think either one was another one was this year or last year and they're kind of like what's the word I don't know how to describe it but it's I would have never never guessed it was them like check out their new album guys I think it's called we don't stop that's what it's called their new album's called we don't stop and it's just I would have never guessed it was them and they just look different they sound different but it's a vibe and i'm here for it and they just actually released the song the potential breakup song you know that that like i was iconic <laughs> song i was just gonna say if i'm being super honest i only know one song by them and it's that's that okay one. it's that one but they just released an explicit version as we're adults now i guess i don't know but they because it blew up on uh tiktok their song and so they just released the explicit version but yeah so explicit version yeah so is it the same like it's pretty much the same exact song there's like four other words in it but yeah so they just they're they're coming back guys (laughs) so instead of my stupid birthday i think it's my effing birthday yeah yeah but that's about it but it, it's uh, ride the hype while it's here yes and it's just so different i me and my sister loved them we loved them because they were sisters and me and my sister are sisters mm-hmm. and like it was the whole thing we love 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 them but yeah so they're they're coming back and they just they like yeah they look different they sound different yeah i'm looking at this picture of them they just like especially Allie. Allie looks so different she's brunette and she just she just looks older. i always thought that one was aj shows you how much i know <laughs> yeah i was like oh yeah okay so Allie's the one who was in easy a right yes yes okay, she was okay, yeah gotcha yeah she looks different aj looks the same to me yeah she looks the same <laughs> yeah i loved them so I I listen to their album and it's pretty good. It's not necessarily my vibe. A lot of the times I have to be in the mood for it. And a lot of their songs sound really similar, which isn't bad if you want to get like the whole, you know, yeah, feel of it. But I like I like songs. I like albums that have songs that kind of keep me like on my toes if that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, so that's our music discovery. Send us your guys's. We love music. That's like pretty much every topic of every episode, but yep. it's something we can't really stop talking about because we just love it so much. Amen. Um, so another little thing that we're implementing a little bit more um, is kind of a little bit more trending topics. So I uh, saw on Twitter, I think it was yesterday or the day before, that Lori Lachlan, I think that's how you say her last name, a.k.a. Aunt Becky. Laughlin. Is it Laughlin or Lachlan? Laughlin. 
Laughlin? I believe. Lori Laughlin? Mm-hmm. Anyway, Aunt Becky from Full House. I think. She just got released from prison after that whole college scandal. That's actually BS. She, after two months, and I forget what her bail amount was. And then her husband, I think, is serving five months, and he's still in prison. And then, um, do you know um, Jada Smith, her mama, then her daughter, Willow? Willa? Willow. Willow Smith. Willow Smith. They have the, the Red Table Talk show. Have you heard it? Have you watched a few? Yes, I like it. It's such a good show. I like it a lot. Yeah. But they had um, Olivia Jade, which is Aunt Becky, Lori Loughlin, Loughlin, whatever, her daughter on. Oh. And they interviewed her about it. It was It's her first interview about the whole thing. And I recommend for everybody to watch it because it was actually, she, I think she's maybe like 20 and she holds herself very well very well and um she pretty much just went through the whole thing and like a little summary of it was she didn't realize when she first when it first happened she didn't realize anything wrong with it because kids that are growing up in that kind of environment that's normal like she's like well it's normal for parents to make donations and it's normal for like um for that you know high society kind of living to be that way and she found out that she like legit has like white privilege and she saw that like she's like to be honest i didn't see it before but now i genuinely understand it and like i know that this is what i have i acknowledge it and it's not cool and all of this stuff and it was really good like how this whole situation for her really opened up her eyes to like how the world works like actually because yeah. once you when you grow up in that environment you're such in a bubble yeah that you don't think you don't it's know. wrong you, you don't know and we've talked about this multiple yeah. times like if if you only you only grow up the way you grew up you can't do anything about that Mm-mm. however when you start to realize that is not what you like it's more than just your bubble you can't like you got to do something you can't yeah. just stay in your comfortable bubble yeah i mean you can't you can, turn a blind eye it's just that's that's what's trippy so two months she how long has she been in jail i think she was in a total two months i don't know how much she paid to get out or how much they had to pay um let me see bail amount or i don't know like what her actual like court order was but it says um reduced According to USA Today, federal prosecutors have approved of the couple's release to release their one million bonds secured by their property and move reduce their bail to ten thousand or a hundred thousand. So she was set at a at a million, and they reduced it to a hundred thousand. You know, they paid half a million dollars for her daughter to go to. I think it was USC. Is this on top of tuition? That it, I, I probably. How, yeah. how crazy like how like I you're can only, paying for the name i can only well no 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 tuition only i think like 60 grand yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Normally. that's what i'm saying but you're paying a half a million plus you have to pay tuition if that's true somebody fact check that please oh it says i don't know they allegedly paid a half a million dollar bribe to have both their daughters go i'm sorry not just one both their okay daughters. so that's i feel like a pretty good deal so two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. but you know what i've had like friends go to like bougie schools 
and their parents just like drop literally a house yeah amount of money on their tuition saying so nope yeah and that's my thing like okay you you're a rich white woman and this is not the first time somebody's gone to jail for something like this like i feel like that's why so many people are outraged she should still be in jail according to like if you're gonna if you're gonna send people to jail for like intentionally committing a crime to get your child into a specific school then stick with that like they that's what's being pointed out you have the privilege and you are in there for two months meanwhile people like i i forget um i want to say this lady let me google it i want to say this lady's name was tanya She's a black woman, lied about her address so that she could get her son into a better school district. Five years. Oh my gosh. Exactly. You paid half a million dollars so that your kids will be admitted into USC and you get two months and a slap on the wrist. Yeah, I don't that's, know. Come on. Come uh, on. So that's, that's the thing where it's like, I honestly you and now you're like that's just ridiculous no yeah i agree ridiculous and like i mean the (laughs) the legal system in america is effed anyway but still it's just like things like this happen all the time this one's just more publicized because she is who she is yeah I don't know the extent of the situation because I honestly didn't do too much research about it. I only heard about it and like, like the, me too. I don't either. Yeah, so I can't say. Like, don't take what we're saying as truth. Or, no. Yeah, do your own research. Yeah, but I just I'm like I don't know if it was only like two months and then a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Like there could be like parole. There could be like yeah, so many other things that they're involved with and like also too. Like, I just feel for the kids. Like, why wouldn't you think that I can get into USC by myself? Like, why did you have to think that you had to pay, you know? And, like, and it's also crazy, too. Like I said, her daughter, uh, she goes by Olivia Jade. She, like, thought this was normal because that's how everybody in that realm works yeah. like she has other friends whose parents done the same thing and like it's just so wild how that's how they grew up so that's how they operate and like yeah and like this is almost a blessing in disguise for her maybe not her parents but for her to realize she has this like yep. how can you utilize this for good and how can you you know make a change and maybe kind of change the way that high society works Mm -hmm. for your children you know but yeah i just feel bad for her because she was almost kind of caught in the middle and she it's kind of sounds weird but like she kind of didn't know better yeah but like if your parents like you believe everything your parents say from a young age so why would this be any different that's true like my mom could tell me the color like what blue looks like she can tell me that's green and i could believe that my whole life and there's no reason to not believe her that's true but I mean, that sucks. That's it's not her stretch, fault, though. but still. But it's one of those things where I feel like you have to, like, 
not distance yourself from your parent, but like, that's not your fault. You're not the one. If you really didn't know, then you didn't know. Yeah. Hopefully she's not catching (laughs) negativity from that, but then also. I know she did. With the way this year has gone. She probably did. Yeah, I I think she did. But she definitely, like, redeemed herself as her, not her family, but as her. She definitely redeemed herself in that interview. And and, um, I don't know Jada Smith, her mom. I don't know her name. But she was, like, so against the whole interview because she was like, I'm not about to help this white girl defend herself. Like, they don't do the same for us. Like, why should we do this for her? And then Jada made a really good point. She's like, it doesn't matter if we haven't gotten the help in the past. It's about changing that stereotype on both ends of the party. And like every single person helping each other, no matter what race you are. And like, it was really well put what she Mm -hmm. said. And I really respected both parties. But, and then um, Olivia definitely like understood like i get what was wrong like i understand like i want to hear your thoughts i want to hear your opinions because it helps me bring clarity to my actions so definitely check out that red table talk i think um i listened to it via podcast or i think you can watch it on facebook Mm -hmm. i think it's only like a half hour but it was really good really good um and it really opened up my eyes to who this girl was because i didn't really follow her before yeah I feel like, too, this is just going back to, who'd you say Jada Pinkett's mom? Is the one yeah. who said that? That, you, I, I get what she's saying, though. I get, especially because she's, what, she's 70? She looks 60, so good. 60. She's in, like, her For late 60. age she is. Let me see. Jada Pinkett Smith mom. She's 67. My gosh, she looks so good. She's 67, so... Her she's, lifetime, it like, I understand why she said what she said. Yeah. And I feel like, too, like, with this year and everything that's happened racially, like, you can't just, like, I saw this thing that was, like, um, like, not that everybody does this, but, like, the expectation, okay, so all this stuff has happened to the black community. This is not new this year, but... It's been highlighted a lot this year. Yeah. A lot of people are seeing it for some people for the first time, mm-hmm. especially white people. Mm-hmm. And now it's like we're on the hot seat now and we didn't even know we didn't even know there was a problem. So I get that. But then you also have to think about like for her, probably for black people in general, all black people are not the same. Some black people are going to be able to articulate. I am angry because this, this and this. Some can. Other people, that's going to come out as rage. Mm. Where it's like, you can't you can't tell people how to grieve, number one. But you also can't, like, you can't, like, she, that's good. I didn't see the interview, so I don't know. But it sounds like she responded in a way that was like, I understand why you're responding that way. That's what, that's what I feel like people miss. Like, there's so many times where I'm like, I've had friends tell me where it's like, well, if all my black friends responded the way you respond, I wouldn't mind having like where it's like I'm one of those people. Like we've like, had conversations yeah. where I'm like, "Thank you for laying it out and telling yeah. me how it is," which is true. But I also I've never discredited how another black person responds yeah. because I get it. Yeah, because like you can't, I can't go and tell anybody, "Well, you shouldn't be responding this way." You still have to. I wouldn't. That's that's not fair. 
Yeah. You know? And I feel like a lot of people are like, there's a right way to respond to injustice. I don't know if I really, I don't know if I really feel that. Like people are grieving this. Like everybody, that is a traumatic, 2020 itself was traumatic. Yeah. But to like experience all the, she's 67, so. She's been through a lot. She lived through a lot of racial trauma, I'm sure. To tell her, well, you should still sit here and have the interview because this, this, and this. Like, that's not really fair either. Like, you can't dictate how people respond. No. So, I mean, that's good, though. I feel like there's there should be space for both of those things. Like, I shouldn't have to lie to make you feel good. And, and that doesn't help anybody. <laughs> exactly. No, it doesn't. Because if I sit here and tell you that everything's fine, who is... First of all, I am now suffering internally because I'm lying. That's yeah. number one. And I'm in pain and I just... I'm not... I don't feel that I can bring that to the table. And now you are just going to continue to inflict more injury because you don't know. Yeah. So doesn't help anybody i just feel like it's a mess a mess yeah but that's cool that they had her on there i'm gonna have to listen to it yeah really good definitely um check it out guys it's it's something that um i i don't know it's something that i think is just super important right now to listen to and see that reaction but how scary like this poor girl like her parents went to jail and like i don't know it's just crazy um, another trending topic that happened since we last spoke is Instagram. I know you're not on social media, which honestly, it's probably a good thing right now because Instagram just changed their terms and conditions. And the biggest one that's kind of getting everybody freaked out is they are now allowed while you're using the app to access your front camera. And what they do is they track your eye movement as they pop up ads in your feed so they can see like they weren't already doing this i don't know but i know now you're consenting to it they may have done it before but now you're consenting like i think it was the 18th or something i forget what day it was um or the 28th i forget what day it was that they finally like implementing it but um yeah pretty much they can track everything about you if you're on wi-fi let's just say like my my phone's on my house wi-fi they now have access to my computer that's on the wi-fi my laptop that's on the wi-fi my mom's phone my dad's phone they now have access to all of these devices that are on the same wi-fi that's just one of the like 50 new things that are pretty um freaky i mean honestly they were already tracking this stuff now they're just telling you guys yeah like i don't that that makes me feel no kind of way it's just kind of like it just shows that the device that you have literally there's no privacy well you should never be operating i feel like technology is already like you just gotta know there are people watching what you're doing Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what you do like it doesn't matter how many like how many firewalls you put up, how many whatever. Like, the government's looking at what you're doing. Yeah. All these... Did, did you see the... um? Did you see the social, <gasps> the social dilemma? dilemma? I did. 
Like, oh my come gosh. On. Come if on, you guys haven't this. seen that documentary, watch it. It's about these people who used to work at all these major social networks and yeah. pretty much gave you the dirt on all of them. Yeah. It was wild. Like that is, and that's why like a lot of people, because they talk a lot about like your mental health and social media, like they are literally out to make you addicted to these things. That's what TikTok is. And I refuse to do that. That's why I don't have social media. Like you have to, you have to self-regulate that. Otherwise you're just going to be hooked. Yeah. And like, I just, you, there's been days before I got rid of social media where I could like, I could spend like, it didn't feel like I was spending a long time on social media, but I would get to the end of the day and it'd be like five hours spent on Instagram. And I'm like, really? What? But granted part of that time would, I would be like in class or something. And I should have been paying attention. But it's just like one of those things where it's like, where did that time go? Yeah. I feel like there's going to be a lot of people in our generation who get to be like 50 and are going to be like, where did my life go? Honestly. It went into your stupid phone and honestly, Instagram. Yep. People aren't like, living anymore. Exactly. They're documenting. So, I don't know. I feel like Instagram, Facebook, which all that stuff is like owned by Facebook now. Yeah. So and, I feel or like, Google. One of the two. Yeah all of it all of the above is like proceed with caution i don't think i'm allowing my kids to have technology except like tvs and stuff but like instagram facebook because imagine by the time they're like kids that's kind of scary i'm nervous like i don't i already limit my own technological like intake yeah and also too this this trend like i i'm on tiktok i have an account i don't really post that much stuff but like i watch videos and stuff and Mm -hmm. it's one of those ones that are addicting like i can be on it i was just saying telling imani i could literally be on it for like three hours not interrupted and just go to town like because they're so (laughs) funny like and it, it the algorithm is so perfect it curates to exactly what you like and it knows and it's just it's so like freaky how well it can like be towards your interest in your everything yeah but one trend that was going on was like all these people pretty much exposing themselves like um they're exposing the stories behind their instagram post and it was pretty much like this one picture let's just like for an example this girl was like at a rooftop bar in malibu or something and this really cool picture and she's pretty much oh yeah my boyfriend broke up with me three minutes before i picked this picture was taken and i was crying my eyes out for four hours after but this one millisecond i was really happy and i had i got a picture or it was a fake smile or something and i think that's such a big thing of our generation too is we're putting off that we're having a good time or we're putting off that like this is how cool my life is but honestly it's not like that's why i rarely post on my feed for instagram because it's like i don't want to be fake like if i'm happy in the moment i'm going to post it but i'm not going to like i don't know it's just weird but it's a trend like people exposing themselves and it's almost like finally like finally this is like coming to a light that everything's not perfect but even that not that people would do this but i bet you some people are making a bunch of stuff up just to be on the trend could be like i mean that could not that may not be true but i guarantee there's at least at least one person who's like this is the new trend let me take this picture and blah blah blah, blah. could be it's like 
How, you want to know. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you never know what's real or what's not. And, yep. and like. That's why I don't do dating I apps. saw. <laughs> <laughs> Catfish. Well, that, no, no. that you, that's different, though, because you go into that knowing, like, this Catfishes may or may are not. real, though. Yeah, this may or may not be the actual person I'm talking to, and I need to, like. Makes me nervous. You, like, you go in with, you should proceed with caution dating apps yeah although i've never i have not had a catfish moment yet but still you don't know i don't know who you are no you like you operate accordingly yeah but with social media it's like these are my friends these are people that i know like they wouldn't post something that's not real that's yes a lie. the heck they would yeah they would like uh, your friends aren't happy a hundred percent of the time and they're not like they don't have good days every single day like that's not just not real and then you end up like i listened to a lot of podcasts on this like when i was like i'm not doing social media they were talking about how like you are i don't know where i heard this but i always liked it like you're comparing your normal life to everybody else's highlight reel yep exactly like so if i'm just having a normal friday inside the house and everybody else is posting like i'm at a party or i'm doing this or i'm doing that that could be from weeks ago you don't know exactly yep now all of a sudden you're like everybody has a life except me Mm. and that one thought could just like snowball into depression anxiety all kinds of crap like it and people don't have the like self-awareness to be like that's negatively impacting me like i yeah like they don't they don't know to like check themselves for that comparison is such a big thing right now and i'm at fault for it like i've i've been i've been exactly in that shoes of like it's a saturday night and i'm bummed nobody wanted to hang out and i see all these people like when people when we could go out out or like even simply like if i just want to go to the beach with somebody and nobody wanted to go and then i see a post of somebody at the beach i'm just like i'm so upset that my life is not like theirs right now Mm -hmm. but like i've i've been at fault for that and i think it's i think it's it can honestly like be really detrimental to your mental state yeah that's what i'm that's 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 why i'm like you know what i feel like there's enough in my life that pulls at my attention i don't need to make it worse yeah not worse but like like because there are things about social media that i miss like i feel like it can be very informative if you know what you're doing yeah it can be nice to keep up with like your friends and family that you don't see often especially this year but also more often than not i feel like i just fall into like dang everybody has friends and not me that's Mm, not true i I do that too i have friends but it's just like ah like and then this year especially well the reason i got rid of it is because i was like i i feel like the world is on fire right now and there's i see too many people posting about things that seem insignificant in comparison to what is happening yeah like i'm i'm like trying to keep myself together and i'm seeing people who look like me get killed and you're talking about your pumpkin spice latte (laughs) yeah and you're upset because 
it got released one day later come on come on it just there's way better bigger and, things and what wasn't fair though is i don't know to what extent that person is doing their own work or educating them i don't know any of that yeah but because you're posting on social media only these like light-hearted things yeah. i was like that's not fair for me to judge you based on that and also it's bad for my mental health because now i'm just like f you then i don't need you in my life which isn't fair like yeah <laughs> that's, no but that's like the next extreme where yep. it's like okay so we're not going to talk about this okay cool well i don't I, like if you're not going to learn about it then i'm not going to keep you here you yeah. know which isn't fair so but it's well, a struggle though it's a struggle it yeah but i would rather have that conversation in person and then be like okay so you don't like i don't know if i ever saw you post anything but that didn't mean that you weren't thinking about these things or doing your own work to, and yep. when we saw each other in person we you brought it up yeah i didn't bring it up yeah and that's how i've been with all my like i'm not gonna bring it up i want you to come ask me about it because i want you to want to do the work i'm not gonna exactly. force you to do it and the thing is too like especially on social justice issues i'm extremely silent online mm -hmm. because one i'm not going to post anything that i don't 100 fully 100 percent fully understand and or fully support i'm not just going to post something because it's a trend like yeah. i know everything with the the big black um the black lives matter movement that happened this year like that came to light more this year mm -hmm. that week the whole george floyd event that happened that next week everything my social media was all about that and mm -hmm. like i know people that were doing it just for the trend Exactly. I know personally and I refuse like even though if I did agree with that I still didn't want to post about it because I wasn't 100% sure exactly what I thought about mm -hmm. it yet and I like I said I'd rather way more have those conversations in person and but the thing is I've had conversations with friends that were upset with me because I didn't post something and I didn't show my support online so it's like I can't win yeah. And it's like, I'm just trying to process this internally because this is honestly that that this intense of an event was very new to me mm -hmm. and it opened up my eyes to a lot of things I wasn't aware of. So I wasn't ready to do anything about it yet. Socially uh, uh, um, on social media, mm -hmm. I was doing my own research. I was talking to my own people, but those friends didn't know about it, but it's not their business. This is my life. This is my education. This is what I'm doing to make a difference for my life and my children and the next generation. So it's like, from my perspective, if I don't post about it, I'm not showing support. That's And if I do post about it and I'm wrong, <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. That's, see, that's what... I don't... I, I didn't post anything for couple weeks maybe a month because i just wanted to see how people were responding yeah i'm a, a lot of my friends i am their one black friend or at least one like close black friend mm -hmm. i did not want to post on social media because i knew as soon as i did they would just post whatever i posted oh like does that make sense yeah like okay well my one black friend that i know and, and trust, I trust her yep posted this so i'm just gonna post this so she knows that i'm in support i don't want that i want people to operate how you would operate 
without my input. I just want to see how you respond. Yeah. So I didn't post for a, a minute. Like I was talking, I talked a lot to Jocelyn. Shout out to Jocelyn if she listens to this. She, uh, she was really, Jocelyn, Abby, and aside, aside from family, like Jocelyn and Abby were like checking in mm-hmm. and they were just like, like they, they did a lot of, I mean, I did a lot of processing with Jocelyn, but I was just like, I'm kind of over this. Like, I'm not, if you are not going to take the time to put in some educational aspect yourself, I don't, I don't have time for that. Yeah. Like, because I'm watching people who look like me get murdered and then the people who did it get off. Mm. I don't have time to make you feel better because you had privilege and you didn't know. Like, I, that's just not where usually in like a normal state of the world (laughs) i almost said a normal state of oppression there's always some (laughs) there's always like some level of debt yeah but under normal circumstances i could i could have a civil conversation and just be like yeah i understand why this is hard for you i like i would have more sympathy but in the middle of that i was like i have zero sympathy yeah i have none and then so but but to your point, I don't care if you post on social media. If if all you do is post on social media, you can also see your way out. I don't because you're gonna post on social media and then what? Yeah, just continue you, to perpetuate the same cycle. Yep. Mm-hmm. That does nothing. Mm-mm. Thanks for posting a black square on your timeline and then going and then completely disregarding all factual and actually helpful things that you could have been doing yep that does nothing that does zero zero that does nothing for me so i would i much i way more valued the people who actually texted called whatever even if i didn't answer because i probably didn't yeah because i was just overwhelmed i know a lot of white people so (laughs) i just and that's like no shade to any of them but it's just like I'm like I said, I'm a lot of white people's one black friend. But the thing that is going yeah. at least okay. Maybe not one black friend, but trusted and also not gonna bite your head off. Yes. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Not gonna bite your head off. I'm not gonna I'm not that kind of person anyway. Yeah. That's something that I mean, from me being a person, being a white person growing up in a very white household and it's something that as a family my parents we didn't really bring up a lot of issues because it just it never really one affected us and two it was something that I just didn't really know about because my parent like school taught me a few things and college taught me things and stuff my parents never sat me down and be like okay like this is what this was all of that like they never learned in U.S. history I did which was terrible yeah so I I only had that much education Mm -hmm. and like I was very aware of what was going on obviously in in history and everything but to the extent like I honestly had no idea Mm -hmm. the amount of things that a black person went through as my age like we've had conversations and like that's one thing that I appreciate about you just to hype you up a little bit is you are a very safe friend 
you will hear what I think. Like we had a conversation about white privilege and how I listed off a bunch of things and then you were like, okay, I see that and I hear you and I acknowledge you, but this is where I see it from my end. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's how you see it. Our first conversation was literally like, I was, I don't know what, oh, we were talking about winter conference because we we were talking about, and I was like, this is literally white privilege. And you're like, I don't know how I feel about white privilege. I don't really see it. Yeah. And that was like the beginning of like, okay, like you can do some learning. Yeah. And like, I, I feel like that's that, but we talked about that and both sides were very respectable and both sides heard each other's sides and like i honestly don't have that many black friends that i can have those conversations with and like like i i like what you said is you can't speak for every black person and their feelings and their actions just like i can't for white people yeah like like there are things that white people do that i don't agree with even though i'm white like (laughs) you know like i can't and i can't vouch for things that they're doing like just Mm -hmm. because we have the same skin color doesn't mean i'm the same person as them stuff like that yeah so like i don't know it's just something that like i said to like mentioned to hype you up is that i just appreciated you i was interested in learning and you helped me see it everything that i okay i researched this how do you feel has this affected you and all this and that was just something that especially after um the george floyd event kind of calmed down a little bit we had a really good conversation and like yeah i don't know that's just something that i really respect about you and i just appreciate you being a safe space for me as like we're the same age we've gone through similar events but i can't Mm -hmm. i can honestly not put myself in your shoes ever yeah but it's something that i want to respect and acknowledge so if i need to do something to protect you because of something else I can't control, then let's work together, you know? Exactly. And I will always, I was listening to this podcast and they were talking about like, how do you, it's like this millennial black couple and they have three sons. And so they were like, how do we talk to like our sons about this? Mm -hmm. Like, because this is, you have three black sons and they're seeing this, like that's really hard. And I think they're like eight. Oh, so yeah. Eight eight four and two something like that but she said something that i really like because she was like she was like i because she's like specializes on like racial injustices or whatever something to that nature and she was saying like i it doesn't matter what you look like i will teach anybody who wants to learn Mm, mm -hmm. and that's how i feel yeah if you I don't want to argue about this. I'm not arguing about this anymore and I'm not going to try and convince you that it exists or doesn't exist. But you can listen to my side and make your decision accordingly. If you have a different opinion than me, I'm not going to, that's not grounds for me to be like, okay, see you later. No, Like I may not be able to be around you right now at this point in my life with the current events going on, but I'm not going to hold that against you as your character like against your character but in terms of like educating people it's not black people's job to educate people that's one thing it really isn't like yeah they're like you can educate yourself we're adults you we're capable of doing that you can do your own research however i feel like people learn best from people that they know like from other personal experiences where it's like i can tell you exactly like how this has played out 
in my own life. Still do your research, but like if you're willing to learn and you're not just looking, I feel like too many of my white friends are looking to invalidate what I say. Like, Hmm. does that make sense? Like if I tell you this is what happened to me and this is how I received it and you are just, it's just like, you're just looking to be like, well, that doesn't have to be because I was white and you were black. It could have been because X, Y, Z. It's like, this is why we still have the problems that yep. we have. Yep. Because you're making excuses for bad behavior. No. But if you actually want to learn, then I'm here for that. I'm not going to I'm not going to fault anyone for not knowing and operating out of ignorance. But if you're operating out of willful ignorance and you just refuse to learn then that's and a you problem. refuse to grow and you refuse to see another way, that's not I don't want to be around that kind of person in general. No. And that isn't just for race. That's just... In general. A general... If you are so tied to what you think and believe that you won't listen to other people's side, I can't... Yeah. And yeah, that's for any any issue. Not necessarily a race yeah. issue. If, if you can't listen to me and my opinion on... I don't know. Um, which car is best to drive in the snow? And I think a Jeep is the best car. And you think a Subaru is the best car. If we both can't hear each other out and be like, oh, that's a valid point. I understand. This is my thoughts. If you can't have that mature conversation, we're not going to talk. Exactly. Like, it doesn't matter what. Like, race obviously is a very hot topic right now. And I think it's something that we should have those conversations about. And I think both parties should educate themselves and, like... um. I don't know all parties not there's not only two parties but all parties should educate themselves on exactly what mm-hmm. is going down because like i said i wasn't raised in a household that talked about that and i can't be mad at you for that it, that's thank not you. your fault exactly like, and I, I and i don't blame my and one thing too is i do not blame my parents for mm-hmm. not educating me on this because it was something that not, not didn't really it never came up so they're not they didn't necessarily go out of their their way to kind of teach me about this because that's not how they were taught either like exactly my parents are are, are not not old-fashioned but like it's just not something that they think i needed to talk about but i know it's something that i'm going to talk about with my kids like my parents taught me to love every single person no matter what they look like tall short black white asian like it doesn't matter love every single person and treat them how you want to be treated that's how i learned and like that's how i operated and but the thing is i also live in california people in other states may not have the same type of you know their parents may be teaching them their white kids that not everybody's equal you know so i can't vouch for every parent and household yeah but that's just my household and i feel like too a lot of like a lot of what we're we're not dealing with the same kind of racism that our grandparents dealt with no like That was, it's not the same, but it's like, it's like an evolved version. Like a lot of what's happening now is like systemic racism. It's like, it's literally built into the system of America. It literally, that, the the fact that some people don't get jobs because of their name is like, before I, you even saw me, you saw my name and you just determined that I wouldn't be good for the job or like interviewing you like we could have the same qualifications and they pick 
the white person and not me or whatever. Like that is a very real thing. And you can't like, you can't, that's not something that's visible on the outside. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like racism was like outwardly accepted 50 years ago. Yeah. 50 years is not a long time when you, it, it, it isn't when you put into context the racist history of america 50 years is like that much time yeah that's not 50 years didn't fix anything and more than that we just i mean it's it just isn't like for people to think because that's that's something i hear all the time well that was so long ago we've come past that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, okay, it was outlawed by law, but people, it wasn't the law to teach your kids accordingly. There's people, people still alive yeah. thinking that way. People still think that way. Yeah. And a lot of people have a like, they don't even realize the biases they have. Because that's how they were operating. You're hardwired that yeah. way. Yep. Just like, I could say the same thing for black people. Like, I don't think all white people are bad. But I know black people who do. I know black people who don't trust white people, period, because of how they were raised. Yeah. It's like, that's not right either. Both sides are understandable because of the history of America. But when you have schools that don't teach you accurate American history, what are you going to do? You you don't even know any better. Yep. Like, what are you, <laughs> what yeah. are you supposed to do with that? Yeah. Because nobody's teaching you. And then your parents don't know to teach you. Because they were taught similar. Exactly. Yeah. So... I think all in all, like, both sides, do your research, figure out, Yeah. you know, and, like, um, I know I got some documentaries from you that I think are even, like, on Netflix and stuff that, like, um, I think one of them, it was, like, the 13th, was it just, like, the 13th? Oh, 13th, yeah. Like, like there's a bunch of things like that that, um, if you guys want any, we can help you guys like um send you some documentaries or anything you want like if you really genuinely want to learn like we'll help resource that more imani than me because you have a lot more than i do um but yeah i mean this isn't something that we're not gonna we're we're gonna try to not like have this be like a political necessarily space but like i don't know just kind of morphed into the conversation and like Mm -hmm. we're not gonna go against it we're not afraid to talk about it Mm -hmm. um we're definitely not gonna make it like the base of all episodes but yeah if you guys have questions like or if you want to have a conversation like i'm willing to talk about it if you are your money hit us up yeah so these are because one thing i will say like this isn't something we're doing for the pot like robin and i have these conversations yeah already yeah and i think one like light bulb moment we both had was just like people can have these conversations on their own they're just afraid to yeah i feel like well if you don't have the conversation you're just you are perpetuating bad habits i feel like that's i saw this and even though it was kind of harsh i kind of agree i shouldn't say kind of i do agree whereas like if you are silent you're part of the problem and I think that's true. And not silent on social media. That's stupid. That's you, different. I don't care. That I don't is care different. about social media. I don't have it right now. So that tells you how much I care about it. Yeah. But if you're silent when your friends or your family say racist things, and it doesn't even just have to be about black people. It could literally be, a, be about any culture. 
or group of people. If you are silent about stuff like that, you're not helping. You're allowing them to just go off and continue to solidify things that are already an issue. Yeah. It's not helpful. Do better. Yeah. We are so blessed with the amount of resources that we have. The Mm -hmm. internet. Like, and people in our lives. Like, I'm personally very blessed by you. Like I mentioned before, very blessed by you about your willingness to listen, your willingness to to learn with me. Not necessarily teach me, because like you said, I don't think it's your responsibility to teach me. But I do appreciate your ear to listen and learning from your personal experiences because like you can read a book on how to fly a plane but you want to be in the pilot seat with a pilot next to you helping you fly yeah and like you're the pilot for me in this i'm reading the manual that i'm doing everything but learning from your experiences and your understanding of it from your actual perspective Mm -hmm. it helps the process and helps the learning experience much more so yeah all in all do your research watch the olivia jade um interview and how both parties kind of came together on that it started off kind of heated and then it got really well so that's kind of what spurred this was her mom in the actual was she actually like in there with the inner no it was just it was just the daughter okay okay yeah no 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 um oh jada's yeah. mom yeah all three okay, of them okay okay it was willow That's even better it's really good yeah i like i they've had a couple interviews with some people on like celebrities and um just like they talked about like they talk about all issues all mm-hmm. not issues but all topics yeah really good nothing's off the table and then when that whole scandal of um oh, what's her name Jordan, 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 Jordan. The card, uh, uh, Kylie's like best friend, who like cheated on, I don't know, Chloe's husband or something. Like she kissed him. I don't know. Like they talk about. Oh, like I she, didn't know that. Like they did an Dang. interview with her. Like it's a very safe space for all of them to talk. So they a lot of times have these types of interviews on that platform because everybody That's knows it's kind of cool. It's a safe space. Yeah, it's really good. Definitely check, check it out, guys. Um, so what has been the best thing that's happened to you this year, Imani? Best thing? Like, what's a highlight from 2020? It has to be good. (laughs) (laughs) Dig through all the bad and find something good. Let's see. Well, I graduated. Yeah, you did? I feel like that is like, I've always, I feel like up until this point, like I've always loved school. So I always wanted, I always knew I wanted to go to college. That was never like a question. So it feels like, it feels like it got diminished a little bit because of what was happening this year. But I think that was just a really, I don't know. I hope I look back and I'm still like proud. I feel like I'm proud of myself. It just didn't feel celebratory. But I think all in all, it's been really good to like not be in school like i think i'm proud of the accomplishment good yeah i'm trying to think i feel like that's so it feels so anticlimactic that's a big highlight though yeah it just feels not as exciting because we had no graduation or acknowledgement shout out to cal poly (laughs) i hope you guys get that (sighs) i really do like even a simple like (laughs) drive through <laughs> to get your diploma or something you know they mailed us they mailed us our diploma they did yeah 
Did you ever take pictures? Uh-uh. Can I take your pictures for you? I didn't even buy any grad stuff. You can have my. You can use my gown. Then yeah, we can do it. Let me take your grad pictures for you. I didn't. I literally did nothing. I stayed in my sweatpants. <gasps> all no, day I want to do that for you. Any um, college graduates this year who are listening, hit me up. I'll give you guys a discounted um, uh, grad photo session because I feel I feel for you guys. I'm so sorry. But yeah, I got you, girl. Still we rise. Yeah. No, you're good. That's. I think that's that's one of my favorite poems. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway i i feel like a better is that mine oh i think it was mine no no it was yours <gasps> oh my baby cousin's being born oh my gosh do you need to go no i can't go anyway because oh, cause nobody's, so nobody's allowed in there. Oh, my gosh. Yay, oh. Auntie Imani. I'm so excited. That was great, too. I'm having, I have two baby cousins. Technically, that's going to be next year, but I found out they were pregnant this year. So wow. I would definitely say that is like... Yeah. I found all that out in like one week. Oh, Like boy. graduation. Oh, yeah. You mentioned baby, that. Same yeah. day. That's so nice. Yeah. What about you? Um... This year, I have really found, um, kind of, it may sound like really weird, but like who genuinely like cares about me and (laughs) I was going to say that. I was like, "Mm -hmm." and yeah, it's like been a really hurting year because I realized the people that I thought cared about me really don't give a shit and um that's been really tough there's been a lot of like friend breakups this year which has been tough but also like really growing on my end because i didn't realize how i was being held down i guess Mm -hmm. um and i've really appreciated the people that genuinely care about me and i've really found like like my favorite people like my rider dies. I don't really know about that phrase, but like genuinely like my people that we can be anywhere and still, I don't know. It's, it's been really good. And like my sister got married this year. And then also Christine and Andrew, like I mentioned before, got married this year. So like literally my two favorite couples got mm-hmm. married this year and like being able to spend a lot of time with them and like really finding that core group literally i'm related to them pretty much it's Mm -hmm. been like just been really fun and like i don't know how many more memories i'm gonna have because like my sister's planning on moving states and like christine and andrew eventually are probably going to be moving and like it's just it's been a really sweet year of really spending time with people that really want to be around me Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's also been a tough year realizing that like people don't make effort to necessarily hang out you know and it just sucks yeah but um it's been a really good year in with the people that i'm genuinely blessed by and i'm forever grateful shout out casey dylan christine and andrew love you guys um and i love you i'm happy this is a highlight for me too starting yeah. this finally like we mentioned this before so like this has been a year and a half in the making and like i'm just happy that through a pandemic we just we're like screw it let's just mm-hmm. start it you know yeah so it's been really fun and like the lord's been working mm-hmm. in ways that i don't i can't see right now but like it's good yeah it's good yeah 
I feel like this is definitely a highlight of 2020. Like, I don't even care about... It's cool that, like, Captivate takes, like, stats and stuff. But yeah. I just don't even care. Like, I just... <laughs> I mean, like, I care. But, like, I feel like it's, like, grown our friendship even. Oh, like, yeah. to where we, like, we have a space to do this and other people just get to benefit. Like, that's just, like, a... That's just icing on the cake. You yeah, know? yeah. So... Yeah, we haven't spent this much time consistently together since college well we we sort of started we did a year ago but yeah. then it was like 2020 just yeah like wrecked that but yeah i think it's super fun and shout out to our consistent listeners especially yes. Stu. oh my gosh Stuart, we love you Stuart. shout out to Stuart. he sent us a um he, uh what's it called spiked eggnog recipe yeah which was really good by yeah. the way yeah Oh my gosh, we love you, Stu. We appreciate all the support. He sends us a little note after every episode, and yeah. he's just great. Yeah. So, anyway, all of our friends supporting and listening, we love you guys. Yes. Hopefully, you don't take anything personally that we say about friends. You're probably not no. in that number. Yeah, no. But, anyway. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, comment what was your highlight this year, guys. Let us know. Um, send us music, like we said before. Um, and, yeah. I hope you guys have a great new year. Be safe. Yep. And um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Catch you on the. Don't drink and drive. Please don't. New Year's oh my is gosh. like one of the highest days of drinking and driving. Stay where you are. Yeah. Or don't drink. One or the other. <laughs> Either one. Just be safe. <laughs> just be safe. Yes. We'll catch you on the flippity flip. All right. Peace out, guys. Bye.